Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully you guys out there are having a great day. I really do hope you guys are having a great day because what I'm talking about is going to be a little bit heavy. You know what I mean? And if you don't know who I am, I'm going to preface this beforehand. I'm a 19-year-old entrepreneur businessman who started an e-commerce business selling beats to rappers. And really my YouTube channel is more discussing what's going on on a day-to-day and how I'm going to get from A to Z, right? Uh, whereas this is more of my ideas and my thought processes of how I'm, of where I am now and how my thought processes will evolve. You know what I mean? So, first thing I wanted to talk about is milestone. Something that's really big. First of all, I had my 50th episode today. It should be episode 51. I had my 50th episode today and I, uh, I edited it and it felt great. It felt like I didn't realize it was the 50th one. I just threw it up there. And for me, 50 podcasts was big because I was watching a YouTube Gary Vee video once and he was talking to somebody and he told the guy, I'll come on your podcast once you have 50 episodes up. The guy was like, yeah, sure thing. I hope that guy really did achieve his 50 episode goal. You know, I hope that man did it and Gary Vee was on that podcast. I really hope that all that transpired and that happened. And now, being someone that has 50 podcasts, you know, now we're, like I said before, I said this a bunch of times, but it feels like I'm knee deep or I'm toe deep, but I'm just dipping my toe in right now. And, you know, these are decisions that I've made that are now showing to be, to be, to get the same result, right? It's not going to get me a ridiculous amount of subscribers on my podcast. And I'm the most famous person ever. It's like, no, if anything, it's going to get me just one step closer. That's it. Just one step closer. Just these little tiny steps that I take that I've been taking for the last two months almost. And this is another thing that's really big. The Milestone podcast was almost 50 episodes. And now this uh, is pretty big. It's the end of February. It's the last day. It's February 29th. Yeah, this leap year. And tomorrow's March, right? As if you guys didn't know that. But tomorrow's March. I feel really, really happy that I've been doing this every day since January 1st, my quote-unquote New Year's resolution. It paid off. Or not paid off, at least uh, it's stuck because I'm still going at it. You know what I mean? And now that March is right here, smack dead in the face, looking at me going, yeah, bro, this is it. This is what it is. This is how everything's going to transpire. I'm seeing what March is looking like. I feel like the every month as we creep into the next month, at least for me, I'm starting to see what the next month's going to look like. I always see, when I was in February, I saw what March was going to look like. Pieces and kind of putting it together. And then with April now, I'm like, I have no idea. I feel like I have nothing. But I can piece it together what's going on and what's going to happen. It's... It's very absurd how quickly everything's flying by, you know? And all I gotta do is do this again, what I've done, you know, and I'll be in, uh, we'll be in May, right? Do it again. And it is wild that when we hit May, I will have done double the amount of what I've done now. Because it feels like what I've done now has been this lifetime. It's like it actually wasn't that long, you know? It gives me a, it gives me a light feeling. But today's episode's not about that. Today's episode is about something different. It's something I've experienced, especially on day one, now being on 50 episodes in, right? Being 50 episodes in and being 
reaching the end of February is something that hasn't really affected me lately, but it used to a lot, and that's FOMO. Right? The fear of missing out. And I think it's something, like I said, it affected me before, but where does it lead? Right? I mean, FOMO, what, what's the opposite of FOMO? The opposite of FOMO is discipline, which is interesting. The opposite of FOMO is insane focus. Because what FOMO really is, from what I've seen, is a splatter of focus everywhere in all different sectors, and you want everything. Right? But that fear, that fear of saying, I want this, but I also want that too. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want all these things to come my way because I'm afraid that if I don't do this, then I, I won't be, I won't be what? Is it perfect? For some people it's perfect. I won't be, I won't have the high school experience or the college experience. So you drink. I've seen that so many times. I've seen people drink and make stupid decisions just because of the fear of missing out. Not even because they truly wanted to or thought they should, right? Or thought it was going to help them. No, they did it because of fear, which I think motivates a lot of us. You know what I mean? And it used to motivate our uh, ancestors to get food, right? To run away from the predators. It's something innate within us. I, I truly do believe it is. You know, I believe it's something innate within us, that fear. So now that we're in a civilization where, at least in America, at least in this continent, a lot of places in this, in this country, we've become more relaxed. I know I have to the level of now our fear, our instinct, we use them different things. And I used to have it when, and God damn how many people I've seen have it, where you know what the right decision is, but the pack is doing that, right? And I don't wanna miss out on, I don't wanna miss out on any of these, the things they're doing, because they seem like they're having a great time. And and so you make a decision that's usually, I mean, FOMO comes, doesn't really come when you're, when you're doing something that's really helpful. From where I've seen everybody that had FOMO wasn't really about something that was like uh, business related or discipline related. It was always something that was something they're not supposed to do or something that they would be afraid of in the first place. Why would you be afraid of something if you really thought it was going to help you? I haven't seen many people like, uh, I do business because I don't want to miss out on uh, on 10 years of discipline and consistency. Not, I've never seen that. Literally, never. I've never seen that. It's always something short-term. That's the best way to put it. It's never something I've never seen someone be like, ah, I have a fear of missing out for a long-term decision that takes time and takes practice right, and patience. It's like, no, you never really see that. Right? So, basically, I mean, there's a song in 500 Days of Summer, and I, I've mentioned this movie a, a bunch before, 500 Days of Summer. It's a great, great movie. And it meant a lot to me when I was younger than I am today, and it means a lot. It's almost like a family movie. My family loves it. And they, there's a song um, that I think Regina Spector play. I think she made the song for the movie, and it's called Hero. I don't know that for a fact, though. You can look that up. It's called Hero, though, and there's this one line she says, and the whole song's about him saying, 
uh, or her saying, I'm not this here. I'm not the hero of the story. You know what I mean? Or I am the hero of the story. I don't need to be saved. I'm the hero of the story. I don't like, you know what I mean? And as she's realizing she's not the hero of the story and she does need to be saved. She just, her next excuse is no one has it all. No one has it all. And you're like, damn, no one has it all. Isn't that so interesting? No one has it all. But I thought that there were some people who did. Some people kind of had the secret. They have it all, man. But no one's got it all. But that's why we, that's why I thought, FOMO, the way I thought of it back in the day was because I thought I could have it all. It was because I thought I could be someone that, that, that can have his cake and eat it too, like I said before, but also be someone that's in heaven. Because I know I thought of things that, that were heavenly as things that were vices, right? Which was the opposite of what the idea of heaven is in the Bible. But in general, why would that be heaven? Religion or no religion? Why would that be heaven in the first place? A place where you could have all of your vices put together and just have it. The thing is that a vice isn't that as enjoyable, at least for me. It's not as enjoyable if I don't have the opposite side, if I don't have the balance of it, which is, you know, discipline. And maybe discipline is heaven. Boom. Right? So it's like blow your mind. It's like, whew. yeah, maybe discipline is, is heaven. And maybe the fear of missing out that I had, the fear of missing out I've seen a lot of people have, maybe that's, that's something deeper that they're searching for. It's not just material things because they think of material things as something deeper, but they're not. They never are. You know what I mean? Uh, it's something that I noticed. I'm like, I've never experienced that where something that was material and for material reasons, yeah, it gave me a feeling of power. Yeah, it gave me all these things. It's like, but that's just an addiction. It's just material. It's nothing deep. You know what I mean? It's going deep the other way. You're trying to dig it freaking grave for yourself. That's what I was doing. I was trying to dig a grave for myself and hop in it and be like, all right, yeah, let's get in here and hurt myself so badly to the point where it's like, this is because of fear? That's like save a family or save a life, not to do anything wild. You're not really um, being an honorable person, let alone to your community, but to yourself. Right? I want to tell you a story now of, of a girl. I feel like it, it always starts like that, doesn't it? Uh, but I want to tell you a story about this girl. We, uh, we went out on a couple of dates, me and this girl. She was, she was great, you know, she was very uh, normal. And I had asked her, we had gotten pretty intimate. And we weren't dating, but we went out on a couple of dates, we went out on like a get to know each other type thing, and I must have been uh, 14. Probably, and she was probably 16 or 15. I think she was a little older than me. And I had asked her, you know, what would make, we were talking about uh, exes and things like that, which she say not to bring up, but I brought it up. And we were talking and she said all these things about these exes and um, like who they are. I knew one of them. Not necessarily as a friend, but more as someone I, uh, I've passed by. 
And I thought to myself, well, okay. Yeah, fine. That's cool. I can deal with that being your ex. Makes sense. Whatever. But you dated that guy. And she's like, yeah, in one way or another, we got into the fact that she kind of asked me, you know, would you date me? And I was like, better question, would you date me? And we kind of both sat there. And I was just like, you know, I was a 14-year-old boy. I was just like, yeah, I'll go with the flow, whatever. You want me to date? Yeah, I'm just here. You know what I mean? I'm just in a comedy show. Like, yeah. <laughs> Nothing serious. And she was like, I, not I need to think about it. Like I get as an objection in sales all the time or, um, Maybe it was like a maybe, but it was the real reason why. When I got when I dug into it, the real reason why she wouldn't do it, or she would be opposed, was because she wanted it all. She didn't want to fuck up. She was scared, scared of missing out on her her high school phase of being this girl who would, would party and do all these things. And when you're dating somebody and you're locked up with them, well, guess what? You don't go to as many parties, or if you do, you don't get as fucked up, and you don't talk to as many guys, and vice versa with the guy. The guy starts becoming a player. The freedom becomes far more meaningful. Whereas when you're not dating anyone, you're single, your freedom is meaningless. It doesn't even matter. If you do, if you don't, it doesn't affect you and it doesn't really affect the world or any other person or entity at all. It's meaningless. So, this meaninglessness, she uh, had an urge for, right? It, uh, it made her really interested in the person she could become. And it was a, probably a dream she had. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think she told me it was a... It's a bit of a goal for herself she had, and she didn't want to ruin that goal by actually dating somebody. And I thought to myself, well, you dated somebody else before. What was the difference? And the difference was, now she learned. This 15-year-old, now she knows what freedom is. But her fear of missing out on all these meaningless people, meaningless Times, all of that summed up into a decision to just be like, and eh, no, that's why I wouldn't want to. And it didn't really hurt me. I was like, okay, oh, whatever. And I was like 14. It was up until after, you know, when I really started thinking about the world. And I really uh, had to turn around and, in my own mind, be like, because of fear. Because of fear. And it's like, well, how much of a risk am I? Right? And so I started thinking. And as I started talking to her again, really the story continues. I started talking to her again around 20, 20-something. 20 I think it was like two years ago or three years ago. Either 2022 or 21. And I started talking, or rather, she started talking to me. And I'm like, she kind of just fizzled. You know what I mean? We were teenagers. That was it. And she came back. And it was the same, same BS. But this time, I had a bit of a head on my shoulders. This time, I was like, interesting. How much of a risk am I? Because for me, you're really the risk. I told her that. I told her that if I were to go with you, it'd be a way bigger risk than if you were to go with me. 
and I was a bit cocky at the time, I will say, was I wrong? No. She's making it seem like it's this big risk. Well, your alternative is meaninglessness, right? It's like, it's this nothing, this void of nothingness and insecurity that you're trying to cover up. That's you. For me, to go for you, I'd have to actually take time away from becoming the person that I want to be. And I think that's deeper. I don't know. You tell me. I don't think she liked that very much. <laughs> I don't think she, she didn't like that part very much. But, but, she kind of went along with it. I was like, I guess so. You'll marry someone who's, she kind of told me, you know, you'll marry someone who's actually serious. And, yeah, I guess you'll be happy. I'm like, yeah. And she was like, but can you talk to me in the meantime? Till you find that wife, can you talk to me? Till you find that person. I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, you know? I don't know, maybe, I guess. As I kept talking to her, I was like, well, I'm kind of stupid for being involved in this in the first place. I'm sorry for leading you on, um, but I've noticed that your fear has taken over. So I ended it, which is rare. It was one of the only times, I ended. it was one of two times that I've ever ended it. And I was like, okay, I'm done. You know what I mean? With a girl that I you know, wasn't dating or anything. I was just like, I don't even want to talk. I'll leave it. Friend zone. Right? <laughs> um, and I think when I, was, when I was younger, especially when I was doing my big weight loss, when I lost 50 pounds, something that I realized and something that kind of was interesting when I was thinking about even making this uh, podcast episode was, well, let's say, you picture me at rock bottom weight-wise. I look at my weight and I go, I don't want to be in this position anymore. Let's change this up, right? I think about that when I looked in the mirror. I remember that one time when I saw my body. I just did. I hated it. Okay. Well, where was FOMO then? Where did it go? Right? It just left? It just disappeared? It's like, no. FOMO was still there. The entire time FOMO was there. It's just that the fear of being worse was trumping it. The fear of missing out on all that great cuisine, whether it was, I remember there was steak I didn't eat and I got so pissed. I was like, because I had already eaten all my calories, so steak with the spaghetti that my mom had made. And I was like, oh my God, I must have been around 16 years old. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I could have that. But I'm full and I know when to stop. Yeah, there was FOMO within that. Of course there was. There was so much FOMO within that. But what was the difference? My fear of being worse and becoming a worse, worse human to myself was way, way, way larger than just the fear of missing out on something that tastes good. And, I mean, it's profound, isn't it? I think it is. I think it's bigger than I, than I let on. It's not necessarily just something that tastes good or anything like that. Yeah. Or this idea is not something that's just black and white. I get that. But that decision, that one moment, was something that I experienced over and over and over and over and over again. And each time I would make decisions, because food is a problem for me, so each time I'd make a decision whether to eat, overeat, eat less than I usually do, or eat just as much as I usually do. And every day when I made that decision, every day when I decided... 
I'm going to overeat and be a worse person to myself. The fear of missing out took over and trumped the fear of being worse. For whatever reason. These days, the reason is because I'm okay with the way I look and I, these are the calories that I want. Cool. They're good calories. Fine. I could overeat, quote unquote. Other times it was an accident. And I think it goes the same with time and what I do with you guys in this episode in general. So, I'm going to keep spending my time as if I'm someone that really believes being worse is something I'm 10 times more scared of than the fear of missing out on something that's material. Make sense? On that note, I'm going to end the podcast here. Hopefully you guys out there have a great rest of your day. And as always, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.